Hello everyone. Hope you're having an amazing lunch on this uh, fantastic Thursday. I um, I have had this one on my mind for a super long time and hopefully it comes out in a series of coherent thoughts. But I was sharing uh, the greatest lessons and failures that I've had as Jim Launch CEO um, since we have started. And I thought I would share them with you because uh, I, sh I shared these at the Coaches Mastermind and I thought that you might want to know what they were. So maybe you cannot make the same mistakes that I did and potentially have the lessons instead of having the experience to gain the lesson. So um, the first mistake, well, I've made many, many, many mistakes, but I'll just do the last 12 months. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of times when people talk about their mistakes, it's like, it's really easy to talk about mistakes that have happened like two years ago, because then you can be like, look, I've succeeded and, and, and come past them. But I'm gonna tell you ones that I've made like two months ago, a month ago, like, right? Um, and so starting a year ago, um, one of the first mistakes that I made is I stepped too far away um, from gym launch. And so I stepped too far above. And this is a mistake that I see a lot of the gym owners make in our community. So I hope that all of these lessons are entrepreneur lessons that you can apply to your own business. It just happens at different levels, but it's the same mistake. And the thing is, is a lot of these mistakes are dichotomies. They're mistakes of going too far in one direction, which is why it's like, should I be too just or should I be too merciful? It's good to have both, but you have to walk the middle path. And sometimes you have to walk one way more or the other, right? In this instance, I was too far away. And I now know what the telltale sign of that is. And so this is how I can identify if I'm too far away. If I think that everything is going really well in a department, which for you may just be your business in general or one component of your business, then I'm too far away because there are always problems, there are always mistakes, there are always things that can be improved. And if you don't know where all the holes are, where all the skeletons are, all the bodies are buried, if you don't know where those are, then you're too far away. And so that has become my litmus test for understanding where I'm getting too far away in the business, is if I don't know what's wrong with it, then it means I'm too far. And so that's the first mistake that I've made. I, I mean, not the first mistake, but I've made many, many mistakes. Just in terms of the first one I wanted to talk about, that mistake um, led to us over hiring um, in January. And so I actually, we, we got our team up to 130 people in January and we currently have 85. And we cut them for no reason that had to do with revenue. We were still doing great. We had our best month ever. And I um, ended up realizing that all these people just didn't have anything to do. Like I'd hired all these people, but they actually weren't doing anything. And so, that kind of leads to the second problem or mistake that I made was I expected cold traffic to ask the same way as warm traffic with regards to an offer. So when we rolled out supplements, uh, it was a massive success for, for the gym community. We did like 1.7 million the first month. Um, and it was awesome. It's been pretty much, it's pretty much stayed there. Um, but what my expectation was that was not met with reality was that, cold traffic because I was like dude there's no ads there's no ad spend like you literally run one internal play and you just make a ton of money like it's really that easy this will be the ultimate offer what I didn't realize was that there was two beliefs that needed to be broken not one and so whenever you sell a new offer you always want the opportunity to have one belief that needs to be broken ideally you have attractors and beliefs that need to be broken right ideally you have multiple attractors and only one belief this one had only uh, this one had multiple attractors, but multiple beliefs that need to be broken. That was ultimately the reason it, did, it didn't work. And the two beliefs were, you should sell supplements, you should sell prestige. And that's what I didn't understand. I thought there was only one belief that I needed to break, which is that you should sell supplements. 
and there was actually in fact two. And so that's where everyone gets stuck up um, in cold traffic. So people who didn't know us, who didn't trust us, who didn't know who Dr. Cashew was and that he worked for the Olympic Committee and like all this stuff, right? They didn't know that. And so there were two beliefs that needed to be broken out one. And that is what uh, prevented it from being a smashing cold traffic offer. And so I hired a sales team. I hired a customer service team to fulfill what I believed was going to be the increase in demand and it didn't happen. And so what ended up happening is I had to cut all these people um, because they didn't have anything to do, right? And that took a cultural hit, right? On, on those departments, they've since recovered and the people who are there are now the absolute best people, which in some ways is kind of great because you don't know who, who are gonna be the total A players, but if you hire 20 people, you know from 20 who the top five are and then you end up getting sometimes better staff. And that was a, that was a side benefit, but I would definitely not uh, have the cost of having to hire that many people and then letting them go um, because of anticipated demand. So the next lesson I had was that you only hire when it hurts, right? You wanna wait until the capacity exceeds your current ability to utilize. And a lot of times you have more utilization capacity than you think you do. Everyone thinks that they are overworked, right? Every employee in general think that they work really hard because that's who we are as humans, right? Everyone thinks that they work really hard, but most people can work more, right? And so the thing is, is that your work will expand given the amount of time you have. When we had 20 people for customer service on just the Prestige Labs type team, they all said they were busy. We now have a staff of five doing the exact same work. Five, right? Do the same work. And based on the calculations we have, we're, we still have 30 or 40% capacity, right, with that team. And so, like, that was a lesson for me. Only hire when it hurts. Don't hire before demand, right? And my thought was, was I want to have an amazing experience for everyone who comes in so we can anticipate it, be ahead, and give it, like, like I said, give an amazing experience. And that wasn't the case. We didn't need to. Real quick, guys, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask that I can ever have of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs make more money, feed their families, make better products, and have better experiences for their employees and customers. And the only way we do that is if you can rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world for someone else. Uh, the next mistake that I made um, was, what was the next mistake I made? I think that the next mistake that I made was actually, I was listening to a small base of customers that wanted more things. And so this is something that I would say is something overall that I think that I made a mistake as, um, that, I'm, that I'm currently actively trying to rectify. But people want new things, right? And so I want to give those people new things. But as our customer avatar has changed, a lot of the people coming now just want things that are, want things to be better, the same things, rather than more additional things. And so I made lots of like internal plays and we made lots of trainings on management, lots of trainings on leadership, all the things that people needed, right? But people wanted things that were wanted fewer things that were deeper, if that made sense. And so that was one of the lessons that I have learned um, in going through this process. One of the other lessons that I have now learned um, is about hybrid, actually. So here's one of the mistakes that I made with hybrid. I failed to articulate it well to my existing community, right, of gym lords. 
And so when I marketed it externally, like I'm a marketer, like I need to make it have pizzazz. It needs to look new and different, right? That's the point. And, and it's been super successful, right? Uh, from, from, from that standpoint. But I had so many gym owners freak out and think that I wasn't going to help gym owners despite the name of the fucking group being gym lords, right? My mistake. Because I gave them a scenario where they wouldn't need to necessarily have the gym that they have. But the other scenario is that you keep your gym, right? But I didn't articulate that well enough. And the term hybrid is something that I've branded. And you can see it all over the internet now. Everyone's talking about hybrid, right? Because we branded it so well. But the problem was if I had just said, hey, guys, we're going to add another level of service and we're going to call it accountability, that's it. No one would have freaked out. It's fucking accountability. It's all this, right? You just put a different wrapper on it. But I did not communicate that well to my existing tribe. And so when I look at the take rates from our coaching uh, group, it's only like 25% of the gyms in the gym community have even tried to do that, right? Have even decided to try it. And those guys have done really well and I have a shitload of testimonials I'm excited to launch it. But the thing is, is that I did, I failed to communicate that well. And I failed to explain to our gym owner community that like, I am here to help gyms. The point of hybrid, the point of adding additional level of service that doesn't cost you money and equipment, doesn't cost you square footage and just adds more profit is to make gym owners more money, which is the point. The next um, mistake that I, I think that I made um, is by opening it up to trainers. I think that some of the gym owners that we have felt disenfranchised, even though it's literally the exact same model. Um, I think I could have maybe communicated that better. Um, and so with each of these things that happen, I feel like it's just, they're just lessons. You know what I mean? Like, so the lessons that I learned when I was too far away is that if I don't see anything negative about a department, I'm too far. The lesson I learned when we overhired was that I, you need to hire when it hurts. Like you got to really stretch capacity before you hire more people, right? And usually people always have more capacity than you think they do. And even than they think they do, right? And always having a team of eight players, which was an inadvertent benefit of having that large influx and then um, cut that we had. Uh, the next lesson that I learned was around bolt-on, was that you have to have one single um, belief that needs to be broken in a sale, right? One single belief that needs to be broken. When there are multiple beliefs, the sale becomes significantly harder uh, and the likelihood that it's going to be a, a grand slam offer is super low. And so I learned that. Right. And I actually just didn't, I thought there was only one belief, but that ended up that there had, there were actually two. And then the next one was messaging around hybrid. Um, if I had just said, Hey guys, we're, we're launching this new program. All it is, is an additional level of service on top of what you already do at your gym. And we're calling it accountability, right? That's what we're going to call it accountability. And you're going to get a 30 year people to pay an extra $200 a month and you're going to be able to two or three extra profit, right? If I had just said that, I probably would have had a way higher take rate internally. And if I could have done it again, I would have released it that way and then said, hey, guys, by the way, I'm going to call this hybrid so it sounds sexier, but I'm not changing anything. It's still just accountability, but I'm going to call it hybrid externally so that people get excited about it. Okay. And that's what I would have done. Um, but these are these are the mistakes that we make. You know what I mean? And there were there were some gyms who, were, who left who were like, we don't think Alex wants to help gyms anymore. don't know what I would need to do to convince someone now. Like, I'm not going to start. Like, literally all I do is help gyms. You know what I mean? Um, and like the last lead gen release was driving people into a gym. Like, it's all we do. 
Um, but the thing is, is when someone has that, there's always truth. You know what I mean? I could point fingers and be like, how could you think that? But it's like, there's always going to be a mistake that I made. And so I guess, um, you know, the biggest lessons that I've learned from all of those things is that like, you're always going to fuck up. You know what I mean? And the, the thing is, is that like, especially when you have decisions to make, you don't know what the right answer is and you never will know what would have happened if you had done it the other way. And that's just part of the game, you know? And so, um, I share that with you uh, because maybe you are too far away. Maybe you overhired. Um, maybe when you articulated a change to your community, you could have, like, we as entrepreneurs love change. But I have realized now that humans hate change. No matter how well I sell it, everyone fucking hates change. I, maybe we on this call, are weirdos. We love change. We thrive in chaos, right? I love the excitement of something new. But most people, your employees, your clients, don't like change. In fact, they hate change. And so articulating change, I think I could, I could have been less, don't be an idiot, here's the facts, follow the math. I could have been less around that, and been a little bit more empathetic with my communication. So um, anyways, we have some sick ass stuff coming out next Friday. I'm so pumped. Um, we have some really, like, the next two release calls are going to be fucking epic. I'm so pumped. I've been like waiting uh, for a lot of these things. Um, but anyways, uh, have an amazing day, guys. I hope uh, this I hope you found value in this in some way, and maybe you um, maybe you have one of these things that you have made a mistake about. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you to all the the, the, the hybrid crushers. Um, I've I've a shitload of testimonials. I'm excited to launch. Um, for those of you who um, have been implementing it. And um, anyways, have an amazing day, guys. Keep being awesome, and I'll catch you guys soon. Bye. Bye.